0: what?
1: Come on now!
2: It's all. all
1: right, people. This is your boy Matt Mike from Matt Mike Sports, Atlanta Falcons Nation. That's what well as strictly prohibited network, but this is just all about the Atlanta Falcons Nation, and have a special, special guest. I, I, I don't even know if he's a guest, to be honest. Um. <laughs> He's a member of the Atlanta Falcons Nation, and I think he's probably uh, one of the most well-known um, Falcons, uh, former Atlanta Falcons player. Um, The reason why I say that is because of 2016. This man burst on the scene. Um, a lot of people in Atlanta knew this guy, but not a lot of Falcons fans knew who he was until 2016. Am I right? Right. right did you really blow up around 2016 i correct me if i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong
0: yeah you right you're right, Am I I right? Mean- you're right no doubt. come on no doubt no doubt
1: <laughs> because the reason why i'm saying this is because 2016 that super bowl run i saw that motivational speaking I, i'm that motivational video that, that hype video for the Atlanta Falcons and I'm telling you just from my standpoint man like this 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 guy really moved me like he made us feel like we were about to play like we were in the game I wanted to put I, I wanted to put on, on the helmet I wanted to put on sleeves I wanted to put on <laughs> put on my gear and play football oh yeah oh definitely <laughs> so I was ready
2: Oh this boy. guy
1: this guy, another thing that I think it should go, um, it's about a team that, me being a Georgia Bulldogs fan, I don't know if I should talk about this, but since he's a guest on the show, we're, we're going to talk about it. But he's, he's he works for Tech. <laughs> Correct. He works for Tech.
2: Oh, whatever,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and and the guy yeah the guy next to him kevin balloon he is a proud tech fan i'm a georgia fan but with all that said and um can you please introduce yourself i didn't know who you are mr moore
0: well i i want to first thank you you all for having me this is a real honor and um, uh gosh, I, I've been looking forward to the hopping on and chopping it up with you and your your awesome uh, fan base and um, again I, I've been around Atlanta for now 20 I don't know 20 plus years, 23, 24 years and as a resident of South Georgia down in Albany. All uh, right. Georgia. that's right almost South Georgia boy. <laughs> and, and, and my wife and I and our three children, you know, are here. They're all young adults now, and and you know, graduating college. One went to Mississippi, State and uh, it, was a, it was actually a news anchor in Augusta. Uh, my, my oldest daughter and my I my think I've seen
2: a couple of videos for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: My youngest daughter is, is at University of uh, Georgia. You know what?
2: Come on here and throw the shade. <laughs> We're here for it, but you know what? Georgia,
0: we we consider her to be the black sheep of the family.
2: Oh, it's
1: okay. She made
4: the right
0: decision. That's okay, we, girl. We keep her though. We gonna keep her, but but then I have. Wow, are you gonna keep her? <laughs> go keep her? Wow. But I I, I have a, a son that uh, graduated a couple years ago from Kennesaw State, and and so we love everything about the ATL, and and certainly. I've been able to be a part of the, 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 the vibe and the scene in Atlanta and, and certainly one of the greatest cities in the world and, and for so many reasons it is just an incredible place to live with some of the most talented people uh, on the planet so uh, again uh, thank you guys for having me on, on the show tonight thank
2: you thank you it's an honor actually like this is you are legendary to me because that like <laughs> we said that was just I mean you, you're on the likes of um, Jermaine Dupri and I mean, Jeez. all those uh, every motivation like, Atlanta Falcons does a great job with hyping us with the Rise Up chants and the videos and then your videos it's just like, we get so ready and pumped, but I guess unfortunately this year it's gonna probably be in the living room being pumped, but <laughs> nonetheless we excited, but Back. you know it's an honor for you to be here though
0: Thank you
1: I have a question for you and um, this is kind of going into how, where you grew up you mentioned that you was uh, born and raised in Albany Georgia from your South Georgia boy uh, what kind of inspired you growing up and like what did you want to be besides a football player like I, I want to know like the real the real person I want to know Derek Moore. Like, who is Derek Moore? What did Derek Moore want to be besides a football player?
0: Hmm. Well, I, I don't get asked that question every day. I, I really, you know, uh, sports has been has always been a, a big part of my my experience in my life. You know, my mother. You know, I was raised. You know, I, I'm not suggesting this is not this is unfamiliar with, with your your listeners or your viewers. You know, I was raised in a single parent home and uh, my mom, you know, took the took the reins and championed uh, raising three children and certainly uh, to be an African-American mother and and to have been given the task of, of having to raise three children um, independently of, of a father in the home was not an easy task. And, and to watch her do the things she did, work the way she did, but, but led with um, just unbelievable character. And, and as a result of that, it inspired me. Uh, my mother was and still is my, my, my number one inspiration uh, because of the, the responsibilities she had to embrace uh, and kept us on track to become something. Oh, nice. uh, and, and, and I can't say enough about uh, her inspiration. I, you know, my mom was a talker. I think I got that, honestly, you know. <laughs> yeah, we
1: can say that. We can definitely man, say
0: Man, she's a talker, man. And, and I think, you know, I, I adopted that from her. And I remember going to, uh, I was uh, in the 10th grade and remember going to uh, an event. And I saw a, a speaker come to a podium. And the gentleman came and and gave this incredible presentation. I I was spellbound. I mean, just locked in. And I said to myself, I want to do that one day. I I want to be able to command an audience, be able to hold a speech, not look at any notes, be able to bring people to the edge of their seat, pull them back, be able to create emotions in them, get them to laugh, get them to cry, get them to get excited, get them to sit back. That one experience uh, really just bona in me that I wanted to be a keynote speaker, a presenter, a motivational speaker. I've always had that in my in my view, and, and as a result, I I was able to to at least get a chance to touch it. So that, that's sort of what's what it's my mother and my desire to 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 really be a, a, a keynote presenter.
2: Awesome! That's amazing. There's nothing like that. Mother's love. Like I have four, and look, I'm their motivation, their rock. Um, for some time, I, it was just me you know I have a son that has a disability so it's hard work trying to work and take care of children and just raise them right in this you know the society right about now you know that strength and for you to get that from your mother and to carry that on is just that's beautiful to me that's honestly beautiful always under your mother always under your parents you know I'm thankful that I always had both of mine you know Um, so it's an honor it's definitely an honor
0: Well, I I actually, you know, I have a book called Raise Him Up, which is dedicated to my mother. It's how um, a single mother raising, uh, you know, a black teen, a black young man, and how she was able to achieve it. So that's one of the books I've written also uh, called Raise Him Up. So we're we're excited about that as well.
2: Okay, Raise Him Up. I'm going to look for that Mm -hmm. and drop the link. Is that on Amazon?
0: That is on Amazon, yes. Perfect, Mm -hmm. perfect.
4: Okay. Okay. I, I wanna know what was what was your inspiration when you made that speech? Cause I know you had me crying. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna <laughs> well, take us to the promised land with that one.
0: <laughs> well, uh, if you're speaking of the Falcon videos.
4: Yeah, they're just just the speech itself, man. Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well I you know the Falcons again. The, the whole birth of that was just spectacular and, and the fact that they was looking for someone to uh, really help with fan engagement and uh, to really bring us up close on the experience. And, and fortunately, I was in on the year that the team was just doing incredible things and got on this run and I joined them right when they got to the, 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 just the, the, the precipice of, of the playoffs. And, and did those four videos that was a part of getting our fans hyped and excited about what we were on a, a journey to accomplish. And of course we fell a little short. Every time I think about it, I want to cry, but... <laughs> 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 yeah, that's <laughs> another mentionable time. Oh it's, it's, it's brutal. And, and the final video, you know, we did after the post-Super Bowl video was the most difficult one to do and, and certainly uh that one just ripped my guts out doing it, it. i mean they really have to come oh. up with the emotion for it was was very difficult but nonetheless we, we got it
5: done mm-hmm. all right mr moore i want to know what was I, it I like playing with just
1: hold, one, one second dude go just ahead. one second go dude. ahead, go ahead. Just one second. One, we we got to we got to talk about this Super Bowl. I'm I'm sorry. We we're gonna get <laughs> go to that, ahead. but I, I, I have to get this because I've been Dude, I've been I've been, act, night I've, night 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 I've been I've been to hear his. I, I, like I said, I had to answer this question. All right. I want your true and honest opinions on Uh-oh. Mr. Kyle Shanahan. Please tell me what you truly think about Mr. Kyle Shanahan.
0: You know, and that
1: call, and that series of calls, and that series of calls. I'm sorry, that series of calls. What you think about that?
0: You know, I've been around sports a long time, man, and uh, whether I've been a fan or a player, and we we might need to go off air to have this conversation.
1: (laughs) We do. (laughs) We need (laughs) to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, You you might you gonna have me say some I stuff. Had do I don't it. need to be saying. I, I had I to do it. it.
1: I had to. I'm <laughs> sorry. I have hey, to, Mister <laughs> to Moore. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to put him on the spot for that one. Like I, that Super Bowl still got got me and my feelings about it. So I, I, I wanted to get someone who was relatively an insider when it comes down to the Atlanta Falcons. You you know some stuff that a regular person doesn't know, and like, like I said, I I had to I had to t- <laughs> I You, had know, to but, it you know,
0: it's it's sad that we we played so well for the, uh, you know, my goodness, man, you know, three and a half, three quarters plus, uh, the team was absolutely amazing against one of the, the greatest quarterback, arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, in Tom Brady, and and certainly we 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 found ourselves. In, a, in in quite a quite a situation with um, you know them scoring offensively and, and getting back in the game, I, I thought you know the game turned when we just if we run the football you know if we if we run the football, kill the clock. Uh, I think certainly we we would have and, and I know it's you know you, hindsight's twenty twenty and all of those things and in the moment you don't nearly know what an OC is going through. And and you got to give him at least some respect for uh, him being the one that's got to make those calls. Now he gets paid a lot of money to make those calls, uh, but but nevertheless, mm-hmm. uh, when you're in his shoes, that's a different animal. But certainly, you know, if you poll most people that's in the business, you know, we'd like to have that back and give that ball to that running back and kill that clock. You've got a, a one of the best field goal kickers in the ball in the game that could, <laughs> that could get us. Uh, three points and certainly um, don't give Brady a chance to get back on the field put him in an impossible situation uh, to, to win the game and I think we, we didn't get a chance to put him in an impossible situation by by not putting the ball on the ground and killing the clock. hey <laughs>
4: Right
3: there already.
5: See, we right there. That, that, that's what everybody. <laughs> would <think right> there. <laughs> right. Well, Mr. Moore, I want to know what it was like playing with the likes of Deion Sanders and Barry Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders is my favorite Falcon of all time, a uh, favorite player in the NFL of all time. So, tell me what it was like playing with those two greats, Hall of Famers.
0: Primetime. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, y'all could be all night talking about those guys. You know, Dion and Barry. You know, for, it's amazing that both Sanders. You know, uh, which is pretty interesting. But Dion, you know, when I got to Atlanta and and became a Falcon, of course, you you think about the greatest players in the world. You get to locker room with. You get to share space with, and I remember walking, watching Dion come into the locker room and and he he surely is prime time now you 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 know it's him when he's coming and and certainly <laughs> uh, so when when he gets to the field you 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 recognize a skill set that you know only God could have given someone and and certainly he worked on his craft and certainly uh, was an incredible worker but but he had some things that you just couldn't coach. You can't coach 4-2, 4-2-1, 4-2-5. You know, Ooh. you get out of the bed. He could get out of the bed and do that. But but you never really knew how fast he was because Dion, he never seemed to be at f- full speed. You always knew he could run as fast as he wanted to run. And unfortunately, that was faster than anybody on the field, you know. And uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, if, if you want to consider what a true shutdown corner was. Prime time was a, a true shutdown corner. You didn't want to challenge him. You didn't want to go that way. And he'll bait you into doing it too. He he loved baiting you into coming there because he knew he had the skill set to react to a ball faster than most people. And he'll ruin your day, man. He would ruin your day. So and then you he could go back. <laughs> and on front to burn. He could take a part Now he catch that punt in, in space. You've got a lot of problems now on your hand. So he was an electric talent. I consider him the greatest cornerback to ever play the game. That's my opinion. I'll, that's my story. I'm going to stick mm. with it. And I'm going to die with it. But, okay. But, but, but he is, to me, the greatest cornerback mm-hmm. to ever play. Yeah. Barry Sanders, uh, you know, to me, the greatest running back to ever play. I, I, I felt like what Barry Sanders was, you could not coach it. Uh, you, you, you had no way of explaining how he could torque his body and do the things he could do. Uh, he was like, I, someone said, describe him for me. I said, I'm a southern country boy down from South Georgia. And I know what it's like to try and catch a chicken. And uh, Barry Sanders. Was like trying to catch a chicken in the yard. He's over here and he's over there and he's over there. Yes, I know exactly what. I
1: know exactly what you, you mean. You mean oh, you oh, get oh. your
0: hands on it. I, and,
1: hey, and my I mom was from it. Alabama. I know. You
4: know. Alabama roost too. I know, that, they, too, I right, know
0: exactly don't. what you mean. <laughs> so he, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't catch it, man. He was he was electric. I've seen him make runs that you would think I was lying about it and making it up. But, you know, Barrett Sanders goes down in my my book as the greatest running back ever. And I feel like I got the opportunity to play with uh, two the two greatest wow. players in their uh, respective positions uh, on the highest level. They were unbelievable. There is no other way to describe it. And you know what? They both did more unbelievable things in practice that you never saw than they did in games.
4: Mm, wow. That is scary. That is scary.
0: Wow. So what you that's said that extreme. was the greatest
2: threat We have a question from Caden Who was the greatest threat at running back when you played in the NFL? In your opinion The,
0: the greatest threat? Mm-hmm. At run the, probably the best running back? Yes Well, I, I I got got to play with a lot of great ones that, That's for sure But again, I, I, it's hard for me to to get away from 20 I would call him 20 I Yeah, I would call him 20 when I went to Carolina and and I was a star in Carolina and I went there and I wore 20 in honor of Barry Sanders, uh, there in Carolina, I didn't know that, you know, and and for a lot of reasons, you know, these guys weren't just great superstar talents. They were great human beings too. And they are still great human beings. They were unbelievable people that really took me under their wing and, and basically was, was, uh, mentored me and encouraged me. Those guys were incredible
2: okay okay we have our next question what was your experience with the expansion of the carolina panthers in 1995 what was that experience like for you
0: oh wow <laughs> gosh that was a really really uh, bizarre time in a lot of ways um you know we didn't have the we weren't in charlotte we weren't in in charlotte where the organization resides today uh the, the, it was an expansion program expansion organization and so we would commute from rock hill south carolina where we had our headquarters and practices wow. to to clemson south carolina where uh, at, at um, memorial stadium where we played our games on sunday so we played in death valley over in clemson uh, on sundays and and the season for an expansion team. We won seven games that first year. I joined the team actually mm-hmm. the in the second week of the season. I was in San Francisco with the 49ers prior to that and then came over to, uh, they were looking for a running back. They didn't have a running game and they, they brought me over and uh, by the second week, I, actually my first start was the second week of the season uh, in the Georgia Dome against the Falcons wow wow wow
1: yeah you got God written all over you man right. <laughs> 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 that's right That's right. destiny I
2: destiny.
1: Destiny. Right. have
2: just one question that. in the audience we have one question, we have one question from um, positive love thinking we just go back <clears throat> to your college and pro days what is one of your greatest memories when playing football college and pro Oh, wow.
0: Greatest college memories. You know, I I remember as playing ball, I I I didn't realize just how much I had as an athlete. I I was a late bloomer. I've said that to some people on some previous programs that uh, most of my Mm -hmm. development came late. I always say the kids out there that if you're not where someone else on your team may be, it doesn't mean you won't eventually get there. You just have to keep working. Mm -hmm. You have to keep pouring your sweat equity into it because you can develop over time with a lot of hard work. And that was the case for me. And I remember making a long run in a big ball game about an 80 yard run. I never knew that I had that kind of speed, you know, in a uniform and I could outrun angles and, and I could power past people. And I made a run like that. Uh, in a ball game and I realized that that was a really special moment for me and uh, and, and basically realized uh, uh, what I had and, and and that was one of the most memorable moments because from that moment on it would propel me on to the National Football League because my confidence just went through the roof is what happened and I get mm. to the NFL, my, my pro you know, experience and again, boy, I hate keep harping on, on Barry Sanders I had my own starting job in Carolina. was really a wonderful experience because I, I was drafted by the Falcons in the eighth round, 12 rounds back then. I was projected first rounder. Mm-hmm. I slipped all the way to the eighth round. And it was very disappointing, and and I was really dejected over it. But you know, you get knocked off your horse, you you get back on it, you mm-hmm. know, and you you get back in the game, and you ride it again until you can conquer it. So I became a starter in Carolina, and that was a long journey from being an eighth-round draft pick uh, to the Falcons way back then. To actually four years later, I would have my own gig after backing Barry Sanders up for three years in in Detroit. So for, for me, the most memorable, memorable, and special experience was uh, finally arriving in the place I wanted to be—that uh, I wasn't on draft day. Perfect.
2: Yeah. Okay, we have another one, Kevin.
4: Says you're still a chaplain at Georgia Tech. <laughs> but what made, what made, what made you <laughs> go down there, go down that road?
0: <laughs> you know, I um. You know, I've, I've always found you know inspiration and depending on how you define that man i I tell folks everywhere I go um, you know I'm I'm a I'm I believe in a good old prayer every day i I don't have no bones about knowing where my strength come from you know i I didn't I didn't get those mm. abilities from anywhere. And, and I found that that source of strength was important enough to me. It impacted my life in college big time uh, when the, the team chaplain for our football team was a real inspiration to me and certainly set a high standard on how you do things and why you do things. And so that became a major part of the fabric of who I was. And, and I said, you know, if I get a chance to go back to a college campus, I like to go back in that capacity where I have a chance to impact people, not only for this life, but for the one to come. And I, I felt like that was a, a, a big influence in my life. So I wanted to give back something that uh, was given to me and that's been a the difference maker in, in the person that I've become.
2: Okay, And we have a question in the comments Um what advice would you give rookies starting this football season?
0: Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Hold on, hold
1: Ooh. on. <laughs> well, that's you that's all you can do is hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> it is as they've been saying everywhere is unprecedented. What's happening in our society with 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 this COVID situation, and uh, you know, it's it's as different as it's ever been, and probably won't ever be this different again. But for a young rookie coming into the NFL, you know, first and foremost, you ought to give yourself an applause for getting to the NFL yes. and, and and being someone that gets to be a part of uh, one of those great 32 great organizations. You get to earn an unbelievable living in, 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 in most cases. And, and I think the biggest thing is just, you know, get behind the leaders, the veterans, uh, you know, find your pace and your space through watching how they do things. You know, uh, a lot of times we can come in and we want to conquer the world on day one, and we don't want to follow anybody. Uh, we we mm. feel sometimes oh, we're yeah. better than somebody else, but you you gotta you gotta wait your time. You gotta earn your stripes. Respect's gotta be earned. Mm-hmm. It's not something given to you. So if you do that, mm-hmm. and you and in these strange times. Uh, things are going to look not quite like they they would look, so you got to adapt to that. So uh, it's going to be a, a major learning curve for those rookies. So come with a, a, the mindset to learn as much as you can. And
2: This kind of leading into what you kind of touched on already. Uh, what is your opinion on the players opting out? Uh, opting out, and do you see a season happening?
0: Wow, players opting out of the seat. Well, you know you know everyone i believe has their own their own comfort zone and who am i to say what is comfortable for one player that may not be comfortable for another mm-hmm. and 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 not knowing their personal situations either uh there are some things that you know unfortunately you know you know hello you know you don't get to know everything that is about everybody you know I, I tell, mm-hmm. I say that to people right. all the time. Sometimes we think we, we mm-hmm. we're supposed to know everything. They know, to know about everything,
1: everybody. yeah.
0: And it's just not the case. Those guys have personal, mm-hmm. private lives, and they have they have wives, they have sons and daughters, and children. They have families, and the conversations they're having in their homes is privy to them. We hear the results, but we don't hear what leads up to those results. And and right. and, mm-hmm. and that and that said, I have to step back and respect anybody who decides on opting out of a season for their own reasons. It's not my business. uh, And you support them because I don't have, uh, you know, the information they have. And so I respect all of those decisions. I really do. And I think the other one was, are we going to have a season? You know, I think we are going to have a season. I think the question is how, how long will we get through a season? And, Can we can we get to the we're going to get to the starting line? The question is, is how do we finish it? Can we get to the finish line? Uh, Correct. That's what I'm most interested in seeing Uh, with all the protocols and all the things that are in place. You know, we, we have enough in place to get started. The question is going to become, do we have enough in place to finish it?
2: I want to say um, it's going to be interesting with the Rooks, too, with no preseason and they're changing the protocol of training camps. And, you know, how will it affect the rookies? That's mm-hmm. just that's that's what I'm wondering.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't get the, the You know, all that repetition is important. Mm-hmm. And they've already missed, you know, the OTA experience and all of those things, being around their teammates, learning the system, uh, getting the reps. And as a rookie, particularly, you know, let's face it, you're a first rounder, you're a top round guy, you, you're probably mm-hmm. going to get uh, more opportunities than someone that's drafted in the fifth round or a free agent. So the, for the guys that are free agents and, and are, you know, further down the chain on the draft pool. Those guys I'm really concerned about because you don't get as much opportunity as you normally would get. Now, the NFL is expanding in the, on that level, you know, their practice squad numbers. So they're going to retain more people than they typically retain. So that's going to give some guys right. some comfort that they're going to have a fair chance to make the squad and be a part of it. So so it's going to be, it's gonna, I say, hold on, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs>
2: We have uh, Rodney saying a shout out to the fellow tornado from South Georgia, Monroe wow. High.
3: Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> wow, Golden tornado. He had me to bring that one up. Had to bring that one up. <laughs> right.
2: um, and do you feel the fans should be allowed to attend games even though the amount will be limited? Wow.
0: Allowed to attend? Um, you got some you have some
1: questions for you today, man. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling
0: you. Who you wants to if be they're a pretty, If they're playing games and again, if you're opening up your stadium and you're you're uh, providing an opportunities for fans to come, again, that's the choice of a fan to attend, no one's forcing anyone to go. I, I certainly think those are decisions right, every right. Every person, an individual, will have the opportunity to make, and 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 they're comfortable enough to open up their places to to invite fans and and use uh, you know enough intelligence to determine you know how much of a risk it is. So I know they've assessed that in advance, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to fans' comfort level and going. So I definitely think that fans would at some juncture, uh, I think they will be allowed. I can dig. Kind
1: of got a, a a a question from my own personal question as far as the the what about the NFL game that fans really as far as the because we know football is a is a is a contact sport and it's sixteen games. Um, how difficult is it to really make it throughout the season and? it does covid like really add to like the issues you know um as far as the football players concerned does that make you uncomfortable as far as like the, the rigors the 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 you know the uh the football games and you know it going 16 games and then having covid you know covid you know, adding to that like does that from a player standpoint like worry you or bother you in some way
0: yeah you know I, I you know the NFL season if you're speaking of the NFL and not necessarily the collegiate game you know the NFL is equivalent mm-hmm. to two college seasons in one year um, you know mm. I, I, I'm I'm very happy they've eliminated preseason uh, for this experience but it's still a long season and and it's a long time to be exposed and so, you, you, we, we've got to hope that the protocols in place are are going to be enough to provide the comfort level that players need. Because football is about being focused; it's about it's about concentrated efforts. And when you have distractions, and COVID is a major distraction. And, and certainly an enormous challenge and really the greatest opponent every team will face this season is COVID-19. That's the opponent in reality. And really who can right. manage that? The best is probably going to have more success, because that distraction alone is enormous and 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 it will be difficult it's going to be extremely difficult uh particularly if if cases arise how do we manage those how who's exposed to it so it's 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 a it's a challenge they've never faced let's face it you know the patriots have played the falcons and the falcons have played the patriots they have never faced COVID.
3: right you're right right
2: Exactly. we have a question from one of the, um, commenters here um, which rookie this year excites you the most and what would you tell the rookies going into the season well you kind of touched on the rookie part but um, which rookie does excite you the most
0: you know I was, I, <laughs> there, there are a lot, of there are, I a lot of there are a lot of great rookies uh, that's coming into the league and I would you know to, to select any of them would be you know all of them are amazing to, to be able to get there and do that but i'm a you know chase young from from ohio state's a friend of mine and and i'm a fan of chase's also uh, and i tell you he's an extraordinary freak of nature at, at six five or so and 270 pounds and can can can, can run like he can and can pass rush with his skill set, I think the Redskins of uh, 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 Washington has got a great player in in Chase Young. I, I certainly think he's got long term, big time upside. He, he's got a chance to be a really special one at that premium position of of pass rusher. So I think keep an eye on Chase Young. I think he'll be a special talent.
2: Okay, like Falcons undrafted undrag- um, free agents, Jared Pickney, wide receiver Chris Rowland. They hopefully should make the team. It was just a comment. I'm just reading the comment, so it's really not a question. Just basically a statement.
0: Are they and these guys are free agents? Yes.
1: Chris Rowland. Yeah, Yeah, he's yeah he was.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, free agents. uh, You know, road is difficult. It's not an easy road uh, for a free agent. It's certainly. Is, is a daunting task, but it's happened. It happens every year. It happens every season where free agents come into the league and they make the team and, and they are on the roster. Uh, and so these guys will have an opportunity to do that, you know, so no doubt they'll. it's an uphill climb, but certainly you never know how rosters are going to shape out when it comes to opportunity, performance, injuries, all of those things, even economics play a role. So you never know how it shakes out. You just got to stay alive every day, uh, meaning uh, stay involved and engage and make the most of every rep you get.
5: All right, Mr. Moore, I'm going to put you on hey, the spot a, with this
0: one. You got a question.
5: I got a quick question for you. I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty. So how do you see the NFC South playing out this season? Who you think going to win oh, the man. NFC South? <laughs> I, I just got to hear from you. I got to hear from them. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Well, yeah. I know who better win
0: the NFC South.
5: There you go.
4: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Let, let, let them know. know. your white on. Yeah. <laughs> let
0: let them know. We, we built to, we, we're built to win it. We, we are built to win oh, it. Oh, yes. We've got I personnel. like the draft pick this the, year. The Falcons don't have a lack of personnel and talent. We, we, we're built to win the thing. Now, you've got to deal with that guy in, in New Orleans and that guy in Tampa now. you know
2: I'm not worried about that guy in Tampa. You know? so,
0: so, <laughs> that, that's going to be a challenge. We know it, but we're built to do it. We've faced those guys before, and we've had success against them. They've had success against us. I feel like the way the Falcons finished the season, I, I don't believe you carry last season into next season. I don't believe they they knew, they are so far removed from each other that you you can't think next season is going to be great because of something happening last season. But it does something. Mm -hmm. But there is a psychological advantage to it that they've shown that they can put it together and be successful. We've got a tough schedule. It opens tough, but this team can handle it. I really think the Falcons can come in there and and, and win that thing. It won't be easy, but I'm hanging my hat on the Falcons legitimately winning
2: Oh yes, Look, they're getting motivated in the comments. Look, I'm ready this season. I'm just ready for somebody to get on the field. I'm so tired of not having a season. That's right.
4: I'm going I, to withdrawals.
0: When you ask me, mm-hmm. I tell him in brotherhood. We trust.
4: You know? <laughs> Yes, sir. I almost jumped out of my seat there for a
2: second. Oh <laughs> that is motivation. I do hope you do some more. We do need some hype and some motivation because with this COVID thing, it's just it's dampering a lot of spirits. So just yeah. for them peak players to kind of get on the field and just like, look, we still got a purpose. You know, we're still here. We're That's still right. playing.
0: Absolutely. I think now, they bro, need I'm that sure motivation. I'm sure we're gonna be doing something, so Be on the watch out for it. <laughs>
4: Oh, I got a question too. I about to say who you think would be, who you think the Falcon which Falcon player has the most approved this year?
0: Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'll answer like this. We got rid That's of That's a good one. <laughs> oh
1: wow. We got what? rid of Wow,
0: you really went there.
1: I wow. 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 <laughs> Man. I'm saying this because, look, I'm saying this because I brought Chuck Smith on 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 the show. I don't know if you had a chance to see the video, but that's the reason why I actually asked him to come on to talk about Vic Beasley. Is that that the guy? Is, is that the guy? And you said it, I didn't. Yo. Oh, oh,
3: oh.
1: <laughs> hey, see, I knew it. I knew it. Shots fired.
2: Shots fired. Hey, yeah. hey. You know, you want to I be. I knew what he was going. Take oh, yeah. what you can get, Beasley.
0: That's right. That's right. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. So I think that that's probably the, the best answer I can give you. You know, we, we 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 we've had trouble getting to the quarterback. We have got to get a pass rush, a consistent, dominant pass rush. And so, if we can fix that part of our game. That's going to help our back end. We've got some different personnel in the back end that's going to need that support. You know, Grady, Grady, Grady can't do it all. You know, we're going to need two or three hands up front that can get to the quarterback. And if you can't get to Drew Brees and Tom Brady, you've got problems.
4: Oh, yeah. So that sounds like Marlon Davidson going to have to really be the one to step up. (laughs) Let's go get it. (laughs) You got to eat
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> One
1: question about Tack. One question. This is kind of, this, this is not necessarily, um, this really isn't necessarily on the football field. Um, this is more of Tack and his emotional, like, he, he's an emotional guy. If you were to, let's just say the falcons need mr blank needed you to speak to tack mckinley what would you say to tack as far as helling his emotions like like really he's had some issues some we don't know if it was you know these are true but from what we know from what we understand the rumors are saying if these were true how would you speak to tack mckinley
0: In, in terms of on the field, kind of off the field,
2: his emotional state, the, his off, the field. off the field, yeah. off the
0: field, okay. Well, you know, I, I think it's important to <laughs> oh. to to give people space to to have conversations. You know that other, in, in in most cases, they they won't have, they won't do it publicly, they they won't. Um, because you, you, until you can get to know someone, you know intricately, you can't really um, define why someone is the way they are. There, so we've mm. got to get to the root of the problem, the root of the situation. Mm. Most, most importantly. It, 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 we, because all we see is surface-level stuff. You see the reaction. You see the you see the, right. the, the actions taken. We see uh, the pain it's caused. Or we hear the comment. Or we we read about the story. You know, that's the stuff on the top. But you know, the iceberg, has got problems underneath the water. You know, it's it's massive underneath mm-hmm. the water, and we've got to go underneath to try and understand what's going on here so that we can provide him with the best care that he needs and give him the best information he he needs so that he can process his way through it. So I I think we've gotta be more patient with people, uh, no doubt, because listen, To be a pro Mm -hmm. football player, to be in the spotlight, to have expectations on you, to hear what people are writing and reading about, to hear what news reporters are saying and sports reporters are saying, you know, to have to live up to expectations. And if you're not meeting them, then you're getting critiqued uh, incredibly. You know, that's a lot. And so we've got to help them or help him uh, understand how to manage those things uh, more professionally. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I
4: got, I got one for you too. Um, so what is your expect your what's your expectations of Todd Gurley this year?
0: Woo-hoo! man. I tell you this, man. I you know, if the question has been, you know, what does he have left? You know, and, and with the knee concerns and you know what 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 does the Rams know? What the Rams know that we don't know. Um I I don't I don't know if these are suggestions, but Toddson, unbelievable talent. He's a stud daddy now Ugh. Uh running back. If if Todd is, is back to form, look out, man. We couldn't run the football last season. We, we couldn't run it. I,
3: right, you, know, right.
0: I, you know, I know the offensive line had, had a lot to do with that, but mm-hmm. if, if we can get Todd going, uh man, I'm telling you, we may have stolen one from the Rams and that could propel us on to the next level. Uh, I think he is a phenomenal talent. I just hope he's healthy enough to be able to hold up and they can. And then the Falcons have got to do a great job of managing his pitch count, so to speak. You know, we right, don't want to right. wear him down and wear him out, but we do want to give him as much as we can give him. Old Bum bon Phillips used to say when people asked him, how why why does he give Earl Camel the ball so much and ride him so much? And Bum bon Phillips mm-hmm. said, hey, man, when you got a big horse, you ride it.
3: <laughs> 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 got it, you know, so
0: we want to ride todd but we don't want to wear him out and, and let's see how much he can take but listen you, mm-hmm. he's still talented you can't take his talent from him. he can do what he can do the question is is can he physically hold up and how well will the falcons mm-hmm. manage him?
5: i got one for you mr moore so tell me, how, uh, what do you feel about Matt Ryan? Do you think Matt Ryan is a top 10 quarterback? Like, what do you rank Matt Ryan uh, in the league compared to other quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks? Do you think Matt Ryan is an elite quarterback or what do you rate, uh, rank Matt Ryan?
0: Well, listen, Matt Ryan is, is an elite quarterback in my book. I, I, again, that's, that's my opinion. I mean, you he, he's led this team to a Super Bowl on the cusp of winning one.
2: I need you to say that again. Say that again. He's elite. Yeah. Everybody yeah. can hear that. <laughs> Matt exactly. Ryan is
0: elite. There's Get no that right. You know, take it from somebody who's played in the NFL with quarterbacks that, that were not elite. I know he's from not being elite. Okay? And, and so Woo. Matt Ryan ah. is an elite level quarterback. And uh, you don't throw for 4,000 yards on average probably in a season. Uh, the way he does, and sometimes in, in most recent years, he's done it with uh, mm-hmm. very suspect protection, and 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 so this guy doesn't get, I believe, the national credit he deserves, uh, and sometimes he doesn't get it in his own backyard. So, but I can tell wow. you this: I, I'd rather have Matt Ryan than than some other people. And you tell me who you are gonna put in at center if you take him out. You know, All right. Go go, go! find me a quarterback because I'm telling you right now, they don't grow on trees. I'm telling you, they don't. And, and, and when you got one, you better appreciate him. The man got us to the Super Bowl. We've been in the playoffs consistently. Listen, Prince. get off Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a baller. And, and let's get this thing done. Hey, he, he, we got to keep giving him that. that, that Rise piece earth, up. But get this thing done. Yeah.
4: <laughs> hey, we need to oh bring the dirty birds back, boy.
2: Ooh, oh, yes. Yes. We need that hype again, I tell you. Because the city <laughs> needs to be electrified. We, It's been a while. We need that. Those parades again. We need to bring right. all of that
0: back. We oh, need to city, stand behind man, our quarterback. It was on fire. It was on yeah. fire. I mean, yeah. we, and we're going to get back. We're going to get back.
4: So So how do you feel about the NFL top 100 and him not being
0: on that list? (laughs) That's the the comeback question right there. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, you know, know, unfortunately, you've got writers and people who uh, have their biases and they have their uh, view of what they think you know a quarterback is or isn't our player is or isn't but at the end of the day uh once again you know he can't control that and we can't control that uh and and mm-hmm. and I think the knock on him is going to be which has been for most quarterbacks um uh, is winning a super bowl uh, I think it, it's almost as if he's at the he's at the the place where he should be, but that it, is as if they're waiting for him to do the one extraordinary thing that that they consider the great ones to do, and that is to win the thing. Uh, and so, I think he'll keep getting that pushback. I mean, listen, Dan Marino never won one, um and and Dan Marino one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game. So, right. uh, and I hope Matt can win one, but I don't think that takes away from what Matt Ryan has been for the Falcons. He's
5: been an incredible quarterback for us. So, quick follow-up. So you saying that he's a Hall of Famer, right? <laughs> I said. So you saying that Matt Ryan is a future Hall of Famer. Go ahead and let him know. Oh, 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 I, oh I
0: absolutely think. I, listen. Let lesser, him know. There are lesser people in the Hall than Matt Ryan. Okay, Woo! That's, all, That's, I had That's, That's all I had to hear. That's all I had to hear. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. I like that. How yeah. hey, is Death and Cousins listen, on listen, and not
0: ice? Mm, the only mm, thing missing mm, from oh. his resume is the Super Bowl. Yes. That's it. I've been, been, been saying this. I've been saying this. I've
1: been saying this. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, that's, what that's what I'm that's talking it. You just gave me the
0: motivation, that I need to keep talking. I just need to keep talking. And like, say what I'm saying. Hey, what
1: I'm saying. Hey, I'm
4: about I you still got time? In, uh,
0: uh, we we run it. We we a couple
4: of running plays away from him having that. I'll leave it at that. Oh yeah!
0: Right. Look, this could be the <laughs> year. You <laughs> never know.
2: Look, we got some beef right. on that team right about now. I'm, I've been excited about the draft picks and everything, even though one of them on the res, um, reserve list. But hey, it's okay, Rooks. You know. But I think we got a nice little thing going on. I think they did a great job in the free agency and and draft and everything. No and that's that's no my doubt. opinion.
0: No doubt. I agree with you totally. I do.
4: I think they just had to change that
0: mentality a little bit, get a little bit more nasty. It's going to be interesting going forward. That's for sure. I can't wait for this season, even though this is a weird season we're going to go into. But I certainly mm-hmm. think that uh, we 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 made big strides. I thought in free agency and through the draft to address some of the things that we needed to fix, and and we and hopefully cross our fingers we 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 fixed them. Mm-hmm.
4: Somebody said Dan Fouts and Warren Moon never won a Super Bowl either. And they in the hall.
0: That's yep. true. That's Crazy true. Point. Fact. No doubt. No doubt.
5: Wow. I got one more Where? question for you, Mr. Moore. So I've been pushing on my channel um, and you're a former NFL player so you had a credibility to say this. I believe with the Falcons keeping Dan Quinn and us keeping our coaching staff together without without us having a preseason, and without uh, without us having all the things for the rookies, I really think the Falcons have a leg up on a lot of the teams that have first-year head coaches. And also with Tom Brady coming over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I feel that we have the leg up on uh, those guys. What do you feel about that? Do you think continu- uh, continuity matters in the NFL?
0: well it matters it matters big time team chemistry you know quarterbacks need to know their receivers uh you know receivers need to know their quarterbacks uh you know and then when you talk about a coaching staff uh you know you you don't want to keep having different ocs and dcs you know in is a swinging door and people are going in and out the door Mm. i certainly think that you know again author and uh dimitroff and 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 and, and all of these the, the leadership executive team for the Falcons they, they got it right because you're absolutely correct with this pandemic no one saw coming and how that has changed the landscape on how you prepare for a season I'm thrilled that our people are intact I'm yeah. thrilled yes. you know that we've got the yes. same ownership the same management team same great great quarterback and, and the and the same personnel, uh, and we've improved on it. So that was a uh, you know a great decision to keep DQ uh, on board, and and Dan's a phenomenal coach and leader. And certainly, we've got to do more. We get it. We gotta we've got to get started quicker. We've got to do all those things. But you know, listen. And we were just in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, a few years back. I mean, Exactly, and we can listen, get right back. I mean, this <laughs> team is, is still built to do it. Listen, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, and now we've added the great Todd Gurley. Uh, you know, you, you've got this this young team coming back on defense. This team is still poised. The window is still open, you know, you. to win that thing. So let's keep them together, and let's see if we make one more run at it. I'm glad they did. Oh, we will. Oh, man. Glad they did. We
1: will. Oh, I'm. I'm oh. going to be talking. I'm going to be talking so much crap because they hate every time I say the Falcons have a Super Bowl caliber team. They cannot stand it when I say that. So, look, <laughs> this man has played in the NFL. So I dare you to call me crazy. Now I dare you to call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm taking this all the way. I'm taking this. Look, you. What was your longest run? You said it was 80 yards. I'm taking the 80 yards
0: down the field. I'm, I'm pulling the dairy Moore. That's what I'm doing. That's right. That's right. I love it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff.
2: <laughs> well, let's change the tempo a little bit. We kind of want to still go back into you know what you're doing. You know, off the field. Um, we want to get into your, you know, your writing. You are an author, so you know, tell us a little bit about um, the book, The Great Adventure, and you mentioned another one as well. Just give us a little bit about that.
0: Well, you know, I've, I've had three books The great adventures. One, the other is is uh, uh, Raise Them Up, um, and 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 then there's uh, It's Possible is is the third one. I, I certainly, I think The Great Adventure has. You know, it's a it's a road to understanding um, the adventure that life is. Life is an adventure. It's going to carve open things you can anticipate and things you can't anticipate. Uh, Aren't we in that place right now? You know, Uh, and 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 yet we Mm
1: -hmm. we we embrace
0: that that adventure, though. And and I use a biblical context to, to communicate it. Is that, you know, following our maker, following God Almighty. um, And I I always say that Jesus Christ is my personal savior. Uh, I believe he takes us on an adventure of a lifetime. Uh, And it's not all going to be rosy. It's not all going to be easy. It's tough. It's rough. The road's rocky. It's dusty. Uh, we, we, We ride the high wave and then we fall down low. It's, 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 it's in and it's out, it's pull and it's tug, it's, it's all of those things. It's an unbelievable adventure is what it is. But the good news is that there is a destination. There is an end to it. There is a place that we ultimately want to end up. Uh, and the way you do that is by embracing all of these things that come with that adventure. Uh, and we survive it. So so The Great Adventure is a book built around taking you from where you are to ultimately to where you really need to be. Uh, And and all of us were were born in one place, but we weren't built to stay in that place. We were built for destiny. We were built to reach and find our dreams and goals and aspirations. We were built to meet certain people, to have certain encounters, to, to go on certain ventures we were meant to run and not walk. That's what we were meant to do. So that book mm-hmm. is a go get them type book of grabbing your attention and taking you on a real ride.
2: Okay. So we can found find those <coughs> on Amazon, correct? That is that correct wears... Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll yeah.
2: Probably try to yeah. I will link.
1: put that in the description link. I'll put those in the description link of this video. So if you guys want to check those out, um, you can. Um, but I have one question. Um, and I think this this is a question that I ask all my guests, to be honest, um, is what would you tell a younger Derek Moore? What would you tell?
0: What would I tell a younger Derek Moore? Yes, sir. I, I would tell him probably what I would tell my son. My son's 20... Five years old now, and he's out doing his thing in business, et cetera, et cetera. Um, is that I would give a young Derek Moore no advantages. I would give him no uh, no information. Uh, I would tell him, um, I need you to experience it. I need you to walk into it. I, I need you to fall down and hurt yourself a little bit. I need you to make some decisions that I would hope are going to be positive and they're gonna give you the outcomes that you're looking for, but that's not life. You know, you're going to do some things at a certain age that we've all done. You're, you're going to make some mistakes, you know? So be prepared to embrace them. We just hope they're the kind that we can overcome. You know, So, so I would tell him, no, no, it's your turn, it's your turn to to go through what I went through. It's your turn to experience what I'm experiencing. I don't want you to run from it. I don't want you to be afraid of it. I want you to use your resources. I want you to use your training. I want you to be skilled in certain areas. I I want you to learn from your mistakes, but I am not here to open the door and paint a picture for you to get you to where um, I wouldn't have gone and wouldn't have done I want to see if you'll avoid me. I want to see if you'll, you won't make mm. the mistakes I made. I want, you, I want to see if you'll overcome the challenges that I didn't overcome. I want to see, will you go further than I went? Don't, that's what I would really tell you.
4: Almost had a tear right
0: there.
4: <laughs> 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 he got it. That, that's the at, at, at his home, but that's real right there, man. Yeah. 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 I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs>
2: well, hey
1: Mike. <laughs> so with that being so with that being said, um I, I truly and truly and, and don't please don't take this lightly. Um for a, a guy like me who is supposed to build anything from the ground up, um I, I love every bit of what you said um we've we've struggled and we've done this for again this, this has been our dream um from the very beginning since we met each other Maggie and I and like we we've, we've had that image and we've never given up and that the struggles is what made us you know, what, what where we are right now a lot of people say okay Mike you're doing YouTube and you're doing things um that are great um I have that come and and say to me and you know maggie she receives it Jew i'm sure you guys receive it also but these young these young kids they really they truly are watching everything that i do and from a a a level of influence the 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 little influence that i do have um i have to be you know careful about how i say things how i do things because you uh, Kids are watching. Even when you think people aren't watching and you think you your life doesn't matter what you what you're saying right now, it doesn't matter. I, I truly believe that, that any person, any person, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're a celebrity or you 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 know done nothing in your life. I think people are watching everything that you at all given time. So um I, I appreciate you for joining us and if there's Anything that you want to, you know, kind of end it by, um, give one of those. We lost your
2: sound. <laughs> we can't hear you. All
4: right, Pootie time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to add
3: uh,
2: what. What Atlanta Falcons a lot. Nation is? A lot. <laughs> well, what Atlanta Falcons Nation is, like Ma- Mike said, um, we have children that are watching, and like I mentioned to you earlier, um, we want to take this out into the community. It's not only just an organization for just the Atlanta Falcons Nation content and news. We just want to make sure the youth stayed off the streets. Um, We're looking to bring facilities for them to, you know, play football and things of that sort. And we just want to bring that positive back into it, um, into the youth, you know, because this generation right now, um, it's just a lot going on. I feel that they just need a bit more structure. We have teachers now that are, you know, retiring because they can't handle them sometimes. So we just need to bring it back to getting discipline in these children and getting them back focused on being motivated and um, being inspired to be better for themselves instead of um, following with the wrong crowd. That's really what's the purpose behind Atlanta Falcons Nation. Um, so everybody make sure you follow us on Facebook, um, Twitter and as well we have a YouTube channel that is in the making but um, we just want to inspire um, so many people.
0: Well, I, I, I think uh, Max would wanted to say something about saying something at the end of my final words of something of that nature or mm-hmm. yes, some type words. of inspiration yes. of some sort. Um, you yes. know, I, I, I grew up as a, someone who listened to a lot of speeches and, and I make a lot of speeches and certainly to a lot of people groups, whether they are corporate organizations, Fortune 500 companies, athletic teams, you know, whether it's a church organization or a or, or university, I've had the good fortunes of of doing a lot of keynotes and uh you know but of all the things i learned and that's moved me and i hope i can remember it i'm going to try and quote it um it's a porn call i can and and you know we're all faced with obstacles and challenges um every day We're, we're we're battling and we're in a we're in a fight we're 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 we've got our sleeves rolled up and we're getting after it, and we, we've got dreams that are right in front of us. We can almost grab them. We can. We're that close to them, and and we find ourselves, you know, not uh, possessing them. And so, you know, I always say that I was never the the person that was the biggest or the strongest or the smartest. But somewhere along the way, I convinced myself that what I wanted to do, I could do. It, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and I had to convince myself of that with without the someone telling me that and, but yet I had some people tell me that and then that was a great poem I would say if you uh, if you think you dare not you don't if you like mm-hmm. to win and think you can't it's almost a sense you won't if you think you are lost and you're lost for out in the world you'll find that success begins with a person's will it's all in their state of mind if you think you're outclassed then you are you have to think mm-hmm. how to rise before you can ever win a prize, life's battles don't always go to the stronger, a faster man. But sooner or later, the ones who win are the ones who think they can. I, I, I was never the, the biggest, the fastest, mm. the strongest, the most talented. But the one thing you were never going to beat me on, you were never going to outwork me, you were never going to outclass me. Woo! Mm. And 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 with with those two things. You are going to be in the fight of your life, dealing with it. And so, to rise up, like we say it here in Falcon Nation, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a a special something in somebody to rise up when when you are oppressed and depressed Mm. and
3: suppressed, Mm. Mm. when you can
0: rise up in those situations, (laughs) You truly have done Woo. something, and 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 that's yes, what man. it's about. Can we do that? If we can do that, look out! If every young kid battling through those things don't you ever tell nobody you can't don't you that you can't do it Don't mm-hmm. no ever Thank you, tell you that you can't rise up to the places that you want to go is it going to be hard yeah you don't want nobody to give you nothing mm-hmm. anyway don't give it to me i'll earn it mm-hmm. it's going to mean more because of that very oh thing. yes so, so yes. i
4: appreciate
0: so, uh, hey, i'd rather be here all night doing it you know what? It's going to be <laughs> something
2: I and, and then nobody walk in here and hand it to me. Oh no, I, I, I worked hard, yes, sir. sweat,
0: and, and tears. But they can also walk in and take it back. The stuff I possess, you can't take from
4: me.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go.
4: Yes, uh, there yes you sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Woo! OK. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: Church <laughs> up in here. That's inspiration. <laughs> See, oh, That's why we needed you here just to hear that motivation come out of you you just have such a way with words and just i needed to hear that because you you know sometimes we are looking for the accolades and things like that and a lot of times you're not getting that so motivating yourself Mm -hmm. inside and you know your personal achievements silently and winning is a bigger deal to me Mm -hmm. i I don't need nobody to tell me i'm doing great i know i'm doing great
0: that's right Mm -hmm. that's right
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yes, that's awesome. <laughs> we got this. The they Lord. going. Lord. <laughs> oh, the, the chat is man, <laughs> got it go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm honored, I, I truly am honored. Guys, if you want to say some last words to Mr. Moore,
5: I definitely uh, want to say some last words. Um, I it was an honor having you on the show. Um, I, I think I can speak for all of us. You welcome back anytime. Um, you was preaching to the choir the whole time. Um, you very most uh, motivational, and I hope that the Falcons bring you back this season because we're gonna need it, man. They need you. Yes, to get them we need you. Yes, we <laughs> need you, man. You are definitely a leader of men, and we definitely it was definitely a pleasure having you on. I thank you for taking out the time to come and uh come on the show for our first episode. We really appreciate it. Go
4: ahead, Kevin. You got it. Oh, same thing you said. At the same time, I appreciate you because you've taught us other things that we have to look at ourselves. And why? I still got the goosebumps right now.
2: <laughs> I hear
4: it. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, we said we appreciate you and everything you've done. And like I said, rise up.
0: I love it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Well, well, thank you. Thank you all for having me. It's a real, it's been a real honor. And uh, when I was asked to come on the show, my, uh, uh, my chief of staff uh, contacted me to share this opportunity. And certainly I was excited and uh, to, to be on board. And, you know, we live in a great city and, and we've got great sports here, great businesses here, great people, great leadership. And, uh, and it's great to be able to, uh, to, to come on and, and, and support whatever I can. So I appreciate it. And I'll be back. Certainly, get me back sometime. Please. Down the road please. And, and come we'll, back. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll put together to some videos for you this season and get our team all riled up and ready to go and mm-hmm. our fan base. You can add me going, to the video. <laughs> <Hey. for> <laughs> I want to be in the video with you in the
2: background with a sign.
3: Hey. <laughs> that's right. yes,
2: we would love to bring him back. Definitely. That's inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely do appreciate you, Mr. Moore. Um, I don't know if we're going to continue on from this point, because we do. Um, this is still Red rent Cut Rants 2. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to continue on, or are we um, shutting and closing out? Hey,
4: it's up to the man
1: so just, the um, out. Do y'all want to talk or not? It, it's, Mr. Moore is hey, a busy can, man, we y'all. It's up hey, to the can, man we
5: can, can, out. Hey, we can
2: <laughs> I, no, I, mean, I think I mean, we got people that want to keep the content going. There, Mr. Moore, you're welcome to stay, but no, I, um, if you you know we're taking up your time, you're, you know. Yeah, I've fine.
0: got I've got at least another five to eight minutes before I, I've got another side. Okay, here, but but I, I'll hang in here for a okay. few more moments just in case someone wanted to ask a question or something.
4: All right.
2: I love it. <laughs>
1: that so yeah i don't i don't think well since there isn't um any more questions um i I will say this um again uh i thank you for you know joining us and whatnot and like i said what we're trying to do here with a fire organization is to bring everybody together and you know for because like i said we, we've had the national media bash the state of georgia we're not just talking about the atlanta falcons the state of georgia is just when it comes down to the national media they don't want to respect us they don't respect us everything that we do bad is highlighted anything that we do good it's ignored so um it's all about positivity and what we're trying to bring. And again, man, this is the reason why we reached out to you because you're one of the most positive uh, influences. Um, even at Georgia Tech, I had a friend who actually played at Georgia Tech, um, Darius Williams, and um, he he is. Um, I've heard some. I've heard some things about you, um, not just since. You know you've done this with the atlanta falcons but you are definitely an inspiration as far as you know just atlanta and continuously you know just doing what you're doing in the in the community um church like i've i've been watching a lot of your speeches uh, on youtube you guys if you need to you know see you can go to his website um you can go to the description of this video when it's um finished but again man, i I appreciate everybody for joining us man um this has been the uh this has been an honor for me like i said man i I truly appreciate it um but guys this is the end of the red cup rants and i appreciate it if you guys are new to the channel um we'll have missed more back in in the in the future but again man i appreciate everybody for supporting me um I, i always remember where I come from and I didn't have this in the beginning I had to work hard for it and now I'm here talking to one of the more influential people persons people in Atlanta so so thank you Mr. Moore for joining us and you guys thank you for joining Mad Mike on Mad Mike Sports as well as uh, Atlanta Falcons Nation and Strictly Prohibited Network so thank you appreciate it rise up
0: Rise up. Rise up. Good night. Good night. All right, baby.